Hi, and welcome to another interesting episode of the Give Yourself Sense podcast, the Counterculture Rebellion podcast, hosted by yours truly, C to the A to the I R O, Cairo. Um, so yesterday, because I'm going to go straight into it, yesterday we started talking about um, the notion of choice in the African. Um, setting and we talked about how um africans pretend to understand the notion of of choice but um in actuality they do not uh practice what they say they know so today i'm gonna be like segmenting that towards um the african parents the boomers or what have you our parents you know um A lot of African parents, quite frankly, are guilty, you know, of also pretending to understand the notion of choice when it comes to their children. Like, oh, you have freedom of life, freedom to do this and that. You can be whatever you want, you know, you have your whole life ahead of you, but unfortunately... Some African parents do not respect that notion, even the educated ones. And when I say educated ones, I mean the incredibly educated ones, whatever that means, are guilty of this. Um, African parents tend to influence their children's life choices with the aid of some very aggressive manipulative methods, like um, cutting them off from sponsorship, you know, when they say, uh, if you don't do this, I'm going to cut you off. Refusing to fund projects that they told them, okay, you know what? Uh, when you're done with school, go and start this. But what they actually mean is, go and start something of my own choosing. If you start something that I don't want you to do, then I'm not going to fund it. You know? Or just basically making themselves absent from every single thing relating to whatever differs from what they consider to be right. And that's wrong. The issue of African parents having their own decision prevail and govern the life of their kids touches on almost every single aspect of life these days. From what to study in school, to who and what tribe to marry, when to have kids of your own, vices, what to wear, friends to keep, even religious and spiritual beliefs. And so on. You know, like some parents even some parents even believe it or not, in a country like Nigeria where there are limited jobs, where you literally take any job that pays close to what you're hoping for, you know, you'd you'd take any job. Believe it or not, some parents are actually making their kids speak because, you know, like I have a friend that was working for his uncle and immediately um he had um his dad had a, a little squabble where his with, with his uncle, who is his brother, he told his son to resign, you know, and without giving him an alternative or something to do, we just told him to resign, and if the, the my friend didn't do it, you know, his father was definitely going to be mad at him, so he had to, he had to quit without having an alternative job, just like that, he just, you know, and that's wrong, that makes no sense. Now, I know... You might think that some of these are exaggerated, but believe me, 
I'm making a point of only citing examples that I've experienced firsthand or know somebody that has, like my friend that I just told you, you know. And in my opinion, going back to the subject of, <clears throat> excuse me, um, African parents, you know, being able to control the entire lives of their kids, um, there are two very strong enabling factors that provide the African parents with the required premise to carry out this form of manipulation, aggressive manipulation, if you have it. And that's uh, our culture, the African culture, and religion, you know? These two go hand in hand. And when you think about it, culture and religion also play, they play a lot, a lot of, um, they have a huge role in oppression of people, and control of people, culture and religion, or basically tools to be used if you want to manipulate people so um the african parents use that a lot you know like in my tribe obviously you reference the grown-ups and which is not bad you obviously have to reference them but there um we even have um proverbs that you know buttress that point like um um something about um where uh, a grown-up would see while standing, a child would not see it while standing on a stool, and so on and so forth, you know? And when you hear things like that, it make, it sounds nice, you know, it almost sounds like a very nice tattoo, you know? But the truth of the matter is, that kind of proverb doesn't give space for dialogue. It's basically authoritarian. It doesn't give space for... Um, the rubbing of minds. So basically, the kids have nothing to teach the elders, which is not true. You know, which is almost kind of dumb, if you ask me. Like, where in the world is that from? Those are the kind of things that are in us as people, you know, as a race, where you have things like that that people actually believe, they actually spend their entire life believing that I can never learn anything from this child. The child will always learn from me. So, whatever choices that has to be made will be made by me on behalf of that child. And quite frankly, that kind of belief is disastrous to our development as a race of people. Now, when you talk about religion, the African people have successfully managed to. Uh, rights or uh, we've you know manipulated the narrative to favor our culture which is also very good you know because there's some things that are also clearly manipulated in modern religions you know because it's we're definitely not practicing the roman catholic even if they're saying that's what it is right now that's not what it is everybody knows that you know, everything is like to favor whatever. So um, now Africans have used um, the religion, like when you hear things like honor your father and thy mother, so it is maybe long and all that. They've, like they've successfully used it to like um, uh, control how their children think. 
So basically, you're closing their minds because when you're saying it's good to honor your father and mother, right? But the African parents are going to make it seem like whenever you have an argument with them, whenever that you have a, a, a view that varies from them, you're basically not honoring them. I know it sounds like that's not possible for that, like it's not possible for anybody to have that kind of view. But believe me, some people have it. It's the same way a young lady would wear what she feels is presentable. She's not walking around naked. She's wearing a tank top and she's wearing a mini skirt. And you're gonna have this ridiculous preachers harassing them in the street and yelling, repent, repent, blah 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 blah. For Christ's sake, is it your body? You know? Like she's not she's not she's not completely naked. She's not and it's the error, you know? But I have seen it happen. I have seen it happen where immediately they see that kind of thing. They start, you know, preaching and repent. You're going to hell. For what? For wearing clothes? In what reality is that even possible? You know? But that's, that's just how it is in our, in our side of the world. Um, so... Um, if you're, let's say, uh, your father is a doctor, his father was a doctor, automatically, in an African setting, confirm you've got to be a doctor. Like, you have got to become a doctor. You might be retarded. I'm sorry to use that term. You might be dumb, but find a way to become a doctor. And that's why we find a lot of people in... Um, doing jobs and you know in Africa and Nigeria doing things that they're clearly not happy with you know and that kind of thing will not in turn you know create a sort of rivalry among siblings you know because let's say <clears throat> I saw a picture recently of a family of um, lawyers which is actually was nice pictures actually quite cool girls you know Believe me, there's going to be, I think there were five girls, they were all lawyers. Obviously, did that influence them one way or the other? They're going to say they didn't what? Did that influence them one way or the other? But, leave it like that. And, um, so, they're all lawyers, like I was saying. And, you can't tell me that they're all going to be doing equally well. They're not all going to be doing equally well the same way. One is going to be actually, some of them, or one or two of them are going to be actually very good. They're going to like be very good at what they do. And the rest that were basically just manipulated or forced into the profession are going to have to struggle. You know? And then they'll start thinking, uh, am I not doing the exact same thing that my, you know, my sibling is doing? Why am I not, you know? But it wasn't your choice. You were literally just, your life, your whole life was decided for you. Um, <clears throat> then, um, we're talking about relationship-wise, marriage-wise. We all know that particular, it's almost typical right now, where, yeah, um, from this stripe A, you can't marry stripe B, because of you're like this or like that. Yeah, okay, I won't take away from the fact that so parents are just trying to protect, most parents actually are just trying to protect their kids. They're just trying to protect their children's interests because, you know, you rather just get married to somebody that speaks the same language as you, has the same um, 
values, culture, and traditions as you, and that's actually very nice. But what if the child, <coughs> institutions, institutions where the child is dead set on being with a particular person that she or he or she feels that oh okay, they're you know they're good together, like they're fine together, like they've seen each other. They, they know um, how, you know, how things go between each other or whatever, you know? And they're telling you that this is who I want. And now you're telling the child, if you do this, you'll never hear from me again. If you do this, I'll never show up for this. I won't pay for it. I won't, you know, that's too much. That's too much. Like, okay, like, fine, I know it's a difficult one, but why can't you just trust your child to make the mistake and learn from it? Yeah, it sounds like an ultimate, you know, kind of mistake when you say mistake in marrying somebody. But this is 2020, you know? Things have changed. You don't have to, you know, be so rigid anymore. And yeah, you might think it sounds dumb, but that's just the truth, like, there's some things, there's some kinds of mistakes where people will never understand what you're trying to say unless you let them make that huge mistake and just pick up the scraps after. That's a fact. <clears throat> but um, African parents would, some of them would, um, they, they have a particular thought or a particular um, shortcoming that they're trying so hard to avoid by trying to choose make choices for their children but I, I think some of them are so ashamed or based on this culture of um, no dialogue between you know a lot of parents don't have dialogue with their kids so because they can't really tell them oh in my past I did this I messed up like this because about 80% of African parents would have you believe have you believe that they were the first in their classes they never did drugs they never drank they were never promiscuous, they never had, you know, teenage fun, they never had this youthful bliss, you know, youthful ignorance. They'll have you believe that they were all upright people, which <laughs> we all know for a fact that was not true. You know, some of our parents were junkies. Some of our parents were slackers. Some of our parents were actually, you know, the 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 geeks, the smart ones, the playful ones, they were like they varied. Well, all our African parents right now will want will have us believe that they were all upright people. You know, A grade students. Come on, come off that shit, man. It's not possible. So, um, rather than telling them the reason why they're trying so hard to prevent their kids from making that mistake, and that's why they're making those choices for them. They'll just go with the aggression instead. If you don't do this, then I would get kick you out of my house. If you don't do that, uh, I'll stop paying for you or whatever. If you don't do this, this and that, this is this, that. Why didn't you just tell them? Why didn't you just dabble into it and say, um, son, when I was your age, um, I got arrested for doing this. That's why I'm telling you not to go to this place. Why can't you say that? 
for instead to just you know go with the aggression and then um when it comes to choice especially um concerning your children there has to be room for dialogue between you and your kids you know now i'm not saying that our parents are a lost cause about concerning like changing their mindset because believe me african parents were so rigid you know like even some of them they're actually quite open-minded you'll just not so you'd keep quiet about it check it only a few would actually change their you know mindset about that thing or instead of like completely changing their mindset they'll just agree to disagree you know they're like okay but we can do this you can do this but like only a few would actually Oh, okay. Let's do it your way then. And that shouldn't be a big deal, you know? But it's the African culture. And that's it's kind of sad, don't you think? You know? But like I was saying, um dialogue when when you when when you have when when you have dialogue with your kids you you'd ensure you let them know the reason why you're trying to force this on them and you shouldn't even force anything on them but like if you absolutely have to force something on them at least let them know why you're forcing something on them you know like you can't just tell me no you can't um go to this country or no you can't uh see this tribe of people or no you can't have friends with this family why have you ever noticed that when they tell you not to do something as a matter of fact that sparks your interest more into that particular thing you know like immediately they say oh, then do this there's a part of your brain and I'm sure science can prove this <laughs> that just immediately like oh okay i'm gonna do exactly that <laughs> okay i'm I, i'm 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 like 90 percent sure there's there's a part of the brain that does that you know like i can almost swear there's a part of the brain that does that but that's just the truth so like there should be dialogue so definitely we're gonna have kids we're gonna have kids of our own and they're going to like um want to make choices in your life and i hope that we're not going to be hypocrites though you know we the so-called millennials i hope we're not going to be hypocrites towards our children you know because a lot of us are like always complaining right now ah, our parents are so rigid they won't let me do this they won't let me do that they don't trust me to have my own you know make my own decisions and all that are you willing to let your kids do it too like when you have kids are you willing to are you just going to be an asshole? Like your so-called parents. I'm not calling anybody's parents an asshole, though. Like, I'm sorry, these words just come out of my mouth. You know? So are you willing? Are you willing? To let your kids also have their own way? Or you're just going to, like, say, ah, you know, a lot of us say those things. When I have kids, it will be different. Then immediately you have kids, you become an asshole. You become a dipshit. Like, you become this stiff ass mofo 
that your kids can even like even worse than your own parents that your kids can get through because ah you're a forming hard guy hard guy for your own kids though so i hope we don't become that you know so now um i'm not saying you do away with religion and culture like as a matter of fact i would like to view myself as somebody that um really really loves to cons you know conserve our culture our traditions because those are that those are the kind of things that make up who we are our backbone the backbone of our community or society but <clears throat> there's something that's so primitive that they're hindering our development as a people you know yeah you'll have to agree with that there's some um values or beliefs you know in our culture that 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 holds us back from being or fulfilling our potentials as a people because a lot of people believe oh because this person is this age i can't i can't learn anything from that person because it's too young which is not true you see it in um the ministries even in the workplace you see it um in schools you see it's in every form of social gathering you know you see it there in africa like the grown-ups thinking because this person is this age i can't learn anything from that person our entire um race our culture is built on respect for the elders but people should understand that respect does not hinder dialogue you know, respect does not hinder dialogue. But somehow, the grown-ups of like don't they, like they don't realize this. It's like it's just gone past them. It went over their head. And now we should like we should create a cause that tries to change that narrative. If you're gonna argue with somebody, be respectful. I've like I've actually seen somebody trying to like explain something to a grown-up with the most solemn tone you've ever heard. You know? But like I was even wondering, like, <laughs> dude, are you stupid? Why are you sounding this cold? Because if it was me, man, then I so chill. But homeboy was sounding so cool, but this lecturer still lost it. Was like, oh, so you're gonna teach the class now? Can you imagine that? Like, because you know, titles, age, culture, it makes it, 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 it hinders dialogue on our side of the world. And in the western, in the western parts, to the best of my knowledge, it's not like that. You go to a school where. In the university, they address people as Mr. You know, they don't see you as glorified high school students. They respect you. They're almost kind of scared of you, you know, because uh, you can actually do something when they disrespect you in a certain way. You know, you can actually have them um, queried and all that. But in all parts of the world, when lecturers know that, eh, I'm older than him. This is a school. Nobody has that time. Why the fuck would I? Why? Why the f would I call this 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 eighteen-year-old sir? Why would I give him any form of respect? He's an eighteen-year-old. He has nothing in his head. 
I'm his boss. And it shouldn't be, you know? There should be dialogue. An 18 year old can know more than a 17 year old. A 70 year old. That's just the truth. If he reads more, he'll definitely know more than a 70 year old. But that shouldn't. But, 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 but according to African culture, that's not possible. Like, you're older, you're smarter. So, they're going to give you all their opinions. They're going to impose all their choices in your life. Because, hey, I'm older. I've seen it all. So, listen, shut up. Do as I say. My, my choice is your way. And that has to stop. It's BS. Anyway, that's all I have time for today. Um... Um, I, I apologize if it's all sounded like a rant, you know. I'm still trying to like figure out what the direction I want this whole thing to go to, but that will be the tune. That will be the narrative. That will be, you know, the way it goes. So, um, hopefully, you'll be able to take something away from, you know, all my endless rants, you know. And I'm sorry, I keep on saying, you know, but it's like my space filler. It's nothing I can do about it. It's like this word like, and you know, you're going to hear a lot of it. Matter of fact, if you keep on hearing my podcast, you're probably going to start saying it too. And that's okay, you know? We're people. We make mistakes. Some of this comes from the top of my head. And I'm literally just, you know, talking right now into a microphone. But over time, I'm going to have people over to discuss certain issues. People on different works of life, um, tech experts, um, people from the hearts, even medical personnel. Definitely my dad is going to be part of those. Uh, then some special people, like, you know, I'll actually have to confirm them. They're going to, like, do it for me before I start publicizing their names on my platform. But, as you know... I remain C to the A to the I-R-O, Cairo. And this has been an episode of Give Yourself Sense, the African Counterculture Rebellion. So have a nice day or evening or whatever time you're in. And stay safe. It's crazy out there. Bye.